In today's programme, we speak with Rachel Parent. Rachel is a survey young lady who has taken up the challenge of educating people about the problems with GMOs. In doing that, she's formed an organisation called Kids Right to Know, through which she offers a huge amount of information about what's going on in the world of GMOs and all the problems that they bring with them. So let's join Alan and Rachel now and find out why GMOs are such a problem for our good health. Good morning, okay. Rachel, and welcome to the Low Carb Paleo Show. Good morning, Mark and Alan. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Mr. Bro, how are you today? I'm fine. How's everybody? Are you uh, fine, Rachel? I'm doing great. Thank you. You and I first met online through LinkedIn. We had a common interest about the genetically engineered food uh, issue, and it's our pleasure to have you on today. So before we get going, I know you're already famous, but for those of us that don't know much about you, can you give us a little background about yourself and how you became interested in the GMO issue? Sure. When I was about 12 years old, we were given the task to write a speech for school, and I honestly had no clue what to do it on. But I did know that I wanted to write a speech that would be very impactful for many people, and what's more impactful than food? We Most uh, people eat three times a day. So I decided to do it on food, and as I researched more and more, I found out about GMOs. And when I started to research it, I realized how big of an issue it was. So I decided to look around Canada and see if there were any groups that I could join that were trying to label GMOs as I found out they weren't labeled. And I didn't see any. So I said, you know what, why not? Let's start my own group. And so I started Kids Right to Know when I was 12. And it's been about four years now, an incredible journey. And I'm just so honored to be a part of this amazing movement. Now, you and I know what GMOs are and how they affect our environment and health. But... For people not aware yet, can you give us uh, your quick version of uh, what GMOs are? A GMO is a genetically modified organism, and it's where they take DNA from one species and insert it into another to introduce a new trait. And there are two common traits associated with GMOs. The first one is pesticide producing, so they insert a bacteria into the plant so when a bug eats it, its stomach will essentially explode. And the other trait is herbicide resistant so you can spray thousands and thousands of pounds of herbicides onto these crops without killing them that's a good explanation what impressed me the most from the beginning was how knowledgeable you are about this important issue typically we're told that the younger generation doesn't care much about those big big issues Um, as a member of that generation Can you tell us why they should be concerned about this issue and, in other words, less concerned with their iPhone and more concerned about their iFood? Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, GMOs, when I started to research them, I realized how they really impacted our health and the environment in so many ways. And we really need our generation to stand up and make a difference. It really does concern our future. I mean, GMOs... First of all, to give an example, are actually contributing to the dying off of our bees and butterflies who are responsible for one in three bites of food we eat every day. And so if bees and butterflies die, our food supply is going to be severely impacted, affecting our future. And 
For instance, with health, it's linked to allergies, digestive disorders, organ damage, even things like tumors, a lot of the things that we've been seeing on the rise. And so really, it does impact our future directly. And that's why we need kids to get up and take a stand. And that's happening more and more. When I go to schools across Canada, um, kids, when they find out about GMOs, the automatic response is, how can I make a difference? How can I help you? And so even if your passion isn't GMOs, I think that every kid needs to stand up and take action on whatever their passion is. Absolutely. And I've noticed the same the same issues with my clients. I'm seeing a lot more kids with uh, food allergies and digestive problems and so on and so forth for the past 10 years. And that's what got me involved in the GMO because eventually I put the two together, the genetically engineered food and uh, digestive issues. As you know, um, some of these uh, genetically engineered plants have BT toxin in them and that's what's affecting our kids' health. For sure. So um, I would like I would like to apologize for our generation. It seems like we have dropped the ball and we are sort of leaving it up to your younger generation to take care of it. I'm trying to do my part, but uh, I'm very impressed at the fact that you picked up the ball and you're trying to help correct what we didn't. So I'm sorry for our generation for not picking up on that and, and correcting that problem before you guys came around. Well, it's uh, it's definitely important, and it's not only important for our future, but it's important for your future as well. Every generation is facing these issues. So I think that we all have to collaborate and work together, and then we can truly make a difference. Good. Uh, you founded and lead the group Kids Right to Know. Your slogan is One Planet for All and All for One Planet. Can you tell us more about your group's goal? Our goal is to get mandatory GMO labeling in Canada, and that's with working with the public, trying to inform them so that we can all demand GMO labeling. Um, also, from there, we've been working more and more on the political aspect. So recently, I had the opportunity to meet with Rona Ambrose, our Minister of Health, and so we discussed GMO labeling. Coming up, I'll be meeting with the Health Canada officials. Also, there's a whole bunch of actions that people who are interested in GMOs and who are helping kids right to know um, are taking a part in. And for instance, the March Against Monsanto, that's May 23rd. So for anyone who's listening, it's a global march. Um, I really encourage anyone who would like to take action on this extremely important issue to join because, you know, it really does make a change. Last year, we had 4,000 people at that march. And... It was absolutely incredible knowing that every year this march is getting bigger. So I think together we can all make this march super big. We can demand GMO labeling, and we will have the right to know. So I understand you'll be meeting soon with the Health Canada officials to discuss GMO mandatory labeling. Um, can you tell us more about this exciting event? Yeah, well, I was meeting with our Minister of Health, Rona Ambrose, and we were discussing who's responsible for labeling in Canada. And she said, you know, I'm not just a figurehead, but, you know, I don't make this decision. So I said, you know, who does make this decision? And she says, well, the Health Canada officials. So she's booked a meeting with me. That'll be happening later this month. It's very exciting, and I really hope to find out answers, and I'll let everyone know how it went uh, once it's done. 
Well, thank you for doing that. It's uh, very impressive. Um, I couldn't even get my Minister of Health on the phone if I wanted to. Great for you. Great for you. you you're doing, you know, amazingly well for a um, young lady of your age. Uh, is there any more events that you will be involved uh, soon that you'd like to tell us about? Well, I know that I will be traveling quite a bit. Um, it's very exciting. I'll be able to travel to New York and Hawaii, hopefully. And so those are really exciting events. There's a couple of things in between. Um, but the major ones are definitely May 23rd. So I really hope that everyone can make it out. And um, also, we are going to be having an I'm Not a Science Experiment Day. And mm -hmm. that'll be taking place on Earth Day. And so we have t-shirts on our website uh, that say, I'm not a science experiment. And we're hoping that everyone on Earth Day will wear one of these t-shirts. Uh, you can order them off our website. Um, and this will be to create awareness about GMOs and labeling. So what we're hoping people will do is that they'll bake cookies, they'll go over to their neighbors, um, small actions, but really to create awareness. Get involved with your community, uh, let people know, and that'll be the premise of the I'm Not a Science Experiment Day. I think Mark and I are going to order those t-shirts, right Mark? <laughs> Great, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just if nothing else but to help you. I already have my Hell No No GMO t-shirt, so I need to get another one because uh, that one is getting used. Um, on the on a similar but slightly different, I know you're pushing for labeling, but I, I hear other people like Jeffrey Smith that uh, his position is if we can educate people and convince them that GMOs are not good for for them and tell them stop buying genetically engineered food, that that will switch the balance. As companies sees that we're not buying their products, that eventually they will buy themselves because the uh, free market, they will by themselves uh, switch to a healthier version of, of what do you think about this? For sure, and I completely agree. As Jeffrey said, um, if we can get 5% of Canadians or people in the U.S. to stop eating GMOs, we uh, manufacturers will stop buying products that contain GMOs So, or, you know, the raw materials such as corn and canola that contain GMOs. So what we're really hoping to do ourselves as an organization is to get GMOs labeled because until they're proven safe, we do deserve the right to know. But I 100% agree with Jeffrey Smith and I completely back him up on his message. So I applaud you for uh, doing your best to educate young people and uh, Mark and I and many others and you know, of course Jeffrey Smith, we are trying to educate the people and let them know. Uh, it's hard to get to break through. A lot of people are very slow to pick up on the idea that genetically engineered food is not good. What's your experience with that? When you tell people that GMOs are linked to things like digestive disorders, organ damage, um, allergies, tumors, I mean the list goes on and on and on. Um, people become really worried about their health, their kids. That's why it's such a big issue and um, not only that, but when you tell them that our bees and butterflies are dying off, hmm. new superweeds and superbugs are coming out um, because they're becoming resistant to the pesticides used with GMOs. Also, things like our soil becoming contaminated, our water becoming contaminated with the pesticides used. 
um, and that people are actually drinking water that contains pesticides because of the use of GMOs. Hmm. Uh, people definitely freak out, and they really do want to make a change. So I think that's the best way to approach telling people about GMOs is to really let them know about all the issues. I have a firm belief that we as the people have the power to change things. A lot of people think that, well, you know, there's nothing I can do. The government is all powerful and the corporations are all powerful. But let's keep in mind, we have the purchasing power. If we decide and we change our, our buying and decide to buy only certified organic, certified non-GMO, eventually the corporation will realize, oh my God, you know, they're, they're not buying our products anymore. So they will have to change. And we need to let people know that they have that power. Yeah, for sure. So um, I know there's a lot of issues right now out there, you know, related to GMO with agriculture and the lack of uh, nutrition and all that. Um, what is your biggest food-related concern uh, for, for the near future? I think the fact that large corporations are putting their corporate wealth ahead of our health and the environment, that's the biggest food issue. Because not only are they putting their wealth ahead of us, but they're putting their wealth ahead of the environment. And it all has to do with GMOs. It's a handful of corporations that are doing this to our earth and to our future. And so I really think that GMOs are one of the biggest food issues right now. And if we all work together, we can make a difference in it. It is going to take a lot of work. It's not easy. I know from experience, I've tried to avoid G uh, GMOs in food products. We try and buy as much non-GMO things as we can. But it's tough. And it's not always available in a lot of ways. So I think that if we can get GMOs labeled, um, because really, this shouldn't really be an issue anymore. We live in a democracy. And... That means that we should have the freedom to choose what we want to eat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Therefore, I think that's one of the biggest food issues, the fact that we don't have transparency. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, actually, when you think about it, it's not that difficult. Uh, we are telling our listeners all the time the best way to avoid GMOs is buy certified organic, buy certified non-GMO, uh, avoid processed foods, buy at your local farmer's market, and uh, you should avoid most GMOs. And you say you try and avoid GMOs as much as you can in what you eat. Uh, do you follow any particular type of diet? Are you sort of paleo, or do you just eat the stand standard Canadian diet, if I can call it that? I am a vegetarian, okay. um, and I have been since birth. And so I've been on that for a very long time now. Mm. Um, I would like to try paleo in the future, for sure, mm -hmm. and uh, it, I do technically have a regular Canadian diet because in Canada it is relatively hard to get non-GMO things. We try organic, but because it's cold here most of the time, sometimes it's harder to get organic produce, mm -hmm. but at the same time it is getting easier and easier and the movement is growing exponentially, so it is really exciting to see that. That's good. As, as a vegetarian, obviously, you eat a lot of raw foods and that sort of thing. So do you think it's more important, even for, veg for vegetarians, that the uh, foods with containing GMOs are labelled? 
Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's important for everyone. But in reality, I mean, if you're vegan or vegetarian and the food you're eating contains DNA from other speech, uh, species, is that really being vegan or vegetarian? And I think that's imposing on our rights as Canadians or wherever you live. Because I, for instance, choose to be vegetarian and I don't want to have DNA from other species in my food. So I think that's why labeling is especially important for that. That's a very good point, yeah. I've not actually heard anyone else bring that up, not not even among my other many vegetarian friends. You know, they've all said, well, GMO doesn't matter. But you, you raise a brilliant point there that uh, I, I will bring into conversation with them next time we chat. Sounds good. Yes, yeah, we, we do have some warm discussions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he's English, so he says warm discussion. In France, we have heated discussions. <laughs> how can people get hold of uh, get hold of you and find out more about what you're doing well uh, I'd say the best way is that um, we have a website called kidsrighttoknow.com mm -hmm. um, so if you'd like to find more out about GMOs um, and the actions we're taking that will probably be the best source um, another thing is we have a Facebook page um, so that will be kids right to know Okay. And we have a Twitter page, which is at Rachel's News. Super job, super job. Now, wh where do you see what you're doing going within sort of the next few years? Do you think that you will become more involved in these issues? Or do you hope that things will move more quickly and you will no longer be needed? Well, um, I think that we are going to get GMOs labeled relatively soon i really have high hopes for that mm. and so if we do get gmos labeled in the next few years then i'm going to choose my next issue and keep going with activism <laughs> that's a good spirit i like that that's cool are you specifically leaning towards a special uh, you know specialty for the future whether it's uh, biology or agriculture or maybe even uh marketing yeah. all that I love all of those and it's actually so tough um, <laughs> I love biology I also love um, journalism and so mm -hmm. maybe I'll look into that because to me journalism is spreading truth with everyone um, spreading information so I think that's also something or maybe environmental science or environmental law so I'll see how it goes but yeah I have no um, no doubt you will do well I mean uh, as it is, I'm highly impressed, so um, we'll Thank keep you. an eye on you. And uh, is there anything else you'd like to say before we uh, we close? I was in India recently, and um, I think the one thing that I really learned from being in India is that we can talk about peace and war and stopping wars all we want, but the biggest form of peace is being in harmony with our soil, our water, our ecosystem, mm -hmm. and ultimately our future. So I think that we need to work together for a better and brighter future. Thank you for that. Thank you. On the positive sides of things, uh, we seem to make some progress towards that. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, a quote that I always follow is, um, we must leave the earth better than we found it. And so I think working together, we can achieve that, and we will. Uh, so let's make the change. Absolutely. Thank you for that. And uh, thank you again, Rachel, for being on the Local Paleo Show. And as we say in Texas, a votre santé, y'all. 
Thank you so much. Thanks again, Rachel. You have a brilliant day. Thank you.